the 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911. Three oh seven on the Central Coast. It is Thursday, the final day of February, February 29th, because of course it's a leap year, twenty twenty four. I'm Dave Congleton, welcoming you to another edition of Hometown Radio. Thank you for joining us. Hope you can stick around all the way until seven o'clock. Later on this hour, Lisa the Travel Girl checks in. Let's get the latest update about this uh, visa that was going to be required for European travel. Lisa has more information to report on. Steve Weiss joins us during the 4 o'clock hour. It is leap year in 2024. Let's talk about that. We've got some local teachers, Myla Labar and Lori Woodward, coming in at 5 o'clock. There are still people trying to ban cursive writing in schools. They don't think it's necessary. Uh, we disagree. We'll explain why. Joseph Emociano at 6.05 makes the case for Cornell West to be the next president of the United States. It is a Dave Congleton show, always your hometown radio talk show. First up, we're joined in conversation by Michael Boyer from the Diversity Coalition of San Luis Obispo County. We're going to talk about a book and a movie on Netflix called Stamped from the Beginning, The Definitive History of Racist Ideas in America. Michael Boyer joins us now from Facebook Jail. Mike, good afternoon. How are you doing, Dave? Good afternoon to you. Good afternoon. So how did you end up in Facebook Jail? What was your crime? I, um, I just posted about this book and movie called Stamped from the Beginning. Um, that was written in 2016, and just this year, or actually in November of 2023, was um, created a documentary on Netflix. I just posted, you know, I, I suggested everybody should watch it. Yeah. And, um, and I got a four-day restriction on Facebook. Do they give you a reason why? They said I, um, I didn't follow the community standards, is all they said. Wow. So I, I've, I've appealed it, but that's, what, that's where I'm at right now. Well, what's one of the many things interesting about all this is that was stamped from the beginning. As you mentioned, um, Ibram Kendi is the author. Yep. And, w- and when the book came out, it was the winner of the National Book Award. But now, right. as of 2020, stamped from the beginning is the second most banned book in the country, according to the American Library Association. Yeah, exactly. And all it is is telling real American history. How did you first come across it? Um, I actually came across the book um, when it won its uh, its awards. Um, and I had read an, a, another one of uh, Kendi's books. And, and, and I read it in maybe 17 or 18. Um, but... Um, I saw a adaptation from Netflix, 
and I I thought, well, I mean, how could they, uh, you know, adapt this into a 90-minute movie? And I was very curious. And it was it was amazing how they did it using, uh, you know, historical scholars from all around the United States, and and um, and really telling the stories of of those five main characters that that Kendi followed throughout the book. I don't know much about him, but I was struck by the fact he's relatively young, Michael. He's in his early 40s, and I guess he's at Boston University where he is the founder and director. It's a center for anti-racism, I believe. Yes, yes, exactly. And and, and don't get me wrong. I mean, he he definitely drives the idea that all of us, you know, have... Uh, race racism ideals in us because we were um we were born and raised in the society which is which has racism throughout and not not saying that people mean it and stuff but it is that's how it is and so i guess the the point here is, is this is a historical documentation of of actually very well researched of what people said, speeches, you know, what they wrote in their in their books and poetry, and and, and essentially uh, summarized into this book and movie. As you mentioned, the documentary is available on Netflix now. I'm definitely going to check this out, and I certainly appreciate you bringing this to my attention. But I saw the trailer. And the two ideas I jotted down that the, among others that the documentary addresses is one is the myth of so-called black inferiority. And the other one is the, um, indoctrination for us as a society to be terrified of blacks. Right, right. Am I getting exactly. that right? Yeah. And, and, and I think the infer- inferiority thing is, is, uh, is really the basis for all of this, right? Um, when we think about a clear definition of a racist idea, it really comes down to any concept that regards one racial group as inferior or superior than another racial group, right? And that's, that's, that's where it all stems from. Now, we can go back and, you know, talk about, you know, how this has come, but... I'll just start the very basic, the title of the book. Where the title of the book comes from is from Jefferson Davis. He was a Mississippi senator who who later served as president of the Confederate States of America. On on the floor of the Senate, he argued that the inferiority of black people was obvious beyond question. And And it has been stamped from the beginning that... Africans are inferior to white people. And, and so that's where the, 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 you know, the title of the book came from, right? right? A specific quote from a specific, you know, from the pr- president of the Confederate States of America. Michael Boyer on this broadcast. The book and Netflix documentary is called Stamped from the Beginning, The Definitive History of Racist Ideas in America. 
I would imagine this book is available however you get books, although in certain schools around the country, you're not going to be able to get it. Because as I mentioned at the beginning, as of 2020, this was the second most banned book in the entire U.S., despite the fact that when it came out in 2016, it was the winner of the National Book Award for nonfiction. You can also check the documentary on Netflix if you have a subscription. Short break. We'll come back and chat more with Michael. I'm Dave Congleton. This is Hometown Radio. It is 317 on the Central Coast. I'm Dave Congleton. We're in conversation with Michael Boyer from the Diversity Coalition, bringing our attention to a book that came out in 2016 and a documentary currently available on Netflix called Stamped from the Beginning, The Definitive History of Racist Ideas in America, available however you get books. I'm certainly not an expert in this, Michael, but as we're back with you, I was under the assumption that we are in some kind of post-racist society. But obviously, based on what you're telling me about this book, that's not the case. Yeah, I mean, it really comes down to we we all have to remember that much of our society was built on top of the racial um, ideals of the past, right? And so, um, yes, we... we talk about it much more than we ever have because we have instantaneous media, but really um, we still need to continue progressing. And, and I'm not suggesting that we haven't progressed, but we still need to continue progressing, right? We still need to understand, you know, what are these things and how can we understand how to treat everybody equally, Right. Um, it's it's really interesting, and we can go through all of those historical facts within this book and documentary, but it really comes down to over the generations and generations, we still have the same common thread of uh, black and brown people uh, being um, actively assaulted from you know, centuries ago, all throughout, even today, when you see the percentage of black people who are assaulted by police officers and black people who are assaulted in general, right? And it's really this this idea of inferiority, right? They, the society has tried to make black people um, seem hypersexualized, hyperaggressive, and inferior, and not as sophisticated as white people. Now, he builds the book around five folks. We have Cotton Mather, Thomas Jefferson, William Lloyd Garrison, W.E.B. Dubois, and Angela Davis. Why these five? Well, those five are are some of the most prominent uh, people when it comes to this these ideals, right? Some were, I mean... Uh, some of them were abolitionists, right? But he still shows, even though they're abolitionists, um, they some of their thinking still was based on racial inferiority because that's what was that's what everybody, the society in general, knew at that time, right? So even W.E.B. thought that, in some circumstances, black people were inferior. And that just kind of blows your mind in that he was such a huge abolitionist, right? Right. I mean, you can all go to Thomas Jefferson. You know, he is looked upon, you know, 
romantically across the whole our whole society as as the the author of the of the um, Declaration of Independence, right? Sure. How could he be this, right? But he also owned 166 slaves. He was born into a family. His dad owned 60 slaves when he was born, right? I mean, he had a mistress that was a slave who had he had many children with, right? So, I mean, there's there's a lot of these very complex situations that people don't talk about because they focus on you know the romanticism of these people. So then, how did someone like Thomas Jefferson fuel the idea that blacks are inferior and we have to be terrified of them? Is it simply the fact that he had slaves? Well, I think the idea of, I mean, and this is really difficult, but the idea of Jefferson, the dichotomy between him writing the Declaration of Independence and him, you know, raping a young slave girl multiple times, right? So just the idea of him being able to do that and, and um, you know, he, he created or helped create the idea of hypersexualism when it comes to black women that still exists today in our society, right? Um, and that's all based on white men taking advantage of young slaves that they quote-unquote own, right? And so that, but then you can go even further, you know, to Cotton, and Cotton's father was one of the first um, students at Harvard, you know, during the Salem witch trials. So this is like 1692, 1693. And he fought really hard for the, to, to, to protect this white ideal, right? And that's what he taught his, his, his family. And Cotton really focused on, he was a, a big minister in the South and really focused on this idea that, that black people are Africans are, um, are inferior, but they are also very dangerous, right? And throughout the, throughout many years, you hear, you've seen the, the movies, you know, in modern day, the books, the illustrations of, you know, big, you know, scary black people, right? That's been happening for hundreds of years. We continue to make that, to make those situations in our current movie structures. So, I mean, when you think about the number of times black people are, the villain in movies compared to the hero, uh, even today, you, you're just, it, it's just an amazing scenario that is still happening today. Michael Boyer is with us from the Diversity Coalition of San Luis Obispo County, introducing to many of us the book called Stamped from the Beginning, The Definitive History of Racist Ideas in America by Ibram X. Kendi, K-E-N-D-I, which has also been made into a documentary that's available on Netflix. So where does Angela Davis, boy, I haven't heard that name in a while. Where does Angela Davis fit into all this, Michael? Yeah, it's a, it's really interesting because there are some serious, I mean, a, a writer, right? Um, and for, for a while there, um, 
there is there's a, a she was very very respected, but some of the history around how she became who she was is um is really w- w- where where she fits in and and she was probably the one that didn't um you know didn't really believe you know she tried to push the the ideal of um of equality right of of rights and so on but she was one of the early ones i mean there's another one that that is featured that um whitley i forget her first name right now but she was a she was an enslaved black girl who was a poet and it was she was the first poet the first black woman poet to be published hmm. right and the interesting thing is she had to go through community tribunals to to um, uh, prove that she was the author of those of that poetry that had become popular, right? And she was still enslaved at that time too. So I mean, there's there's a lot of very interesting characters that are focused on in this in this book and and the adopted movie. But really what it comes down to is these are actual people who actually lived and all of the elements that you hear in this movie and read in the book are factual and, and, and research um, down to um, you know, the quotations from their writings or their speeches and so on. So it's very, a very well-researched uh, uh, book. I've got a minute left, Michael. Anything in the book surprise you? Well, I think one of the big things that surprises me is that, you know, Kendi had, when he was writing this book and researching it, he had to check his own racial ideals and his own uh, behaviors, right? He had to take a step back and say, oh, wow, I this surprised me, right? And when you get into those situations where an expert researcher changes their own opinions, and knowledge with the research they've done, we know that they're getting to something, right? And so that's something that really surprised me. Another thing um, that that um, surprised me was how we can bring it all back to today and how they can bring it all back to today in this. And it's really giving examples throughout American history of what we see today through, you know, generations ago, very similar behaviors generations ago as we're having today. Mm. And that's what makes me understand that we really aren't in a post-racial society today. All right, Michael Boyer, we'll have to leave it at that. Again, it's stamped from the beginning, The Definitive History of Racist Ideas in America by Ibram Kendi. The book is out and the documentary is out on Netflix. We hope you get out of Facebook jail. Thanks for joining us, Michael. The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kbec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911.